goal! Yes, 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 yes! That was a goal! Striker! Eat that! And another! Bing bang, stick it in! Thank you and good night! Swat! That was liquid football! Shit! Did you see that? He must have a foot like a traction engine. So, um, in that, that's our official transfer rundown. So, in that case, it's time for the hand of cards. This fella Ronaldo is a cod. I don't care what he's got. I thought he, yeah. he was fucking dreadful. Lord Nibbit, he's a guy who ran away and left his life for a young one. I'll go first. Yes, please do. Uh, Robbie Keane did an interview. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it was a Daily Telegraph. It right? was the Daily, Daily Mail. Mail. Daily Mail, Daily Mail oh, yeah. of course, yeah. That bastion of uh, uh, reporting. And it literally was just like uh, <laughs> the most awkward read I've ever read. It was so bad. Like you could tell. He was so pissed off and had no interest in answering the stupid questions that were being asked. And then the reporter was kind of acting like, well, surprisingly, he didn't want to answer my questions of the, th the three things he'd asked me not to ask him about. And it was like, oh, it was just, I, it was horrific. It was so bad. I, like, it was one of the worst articles I've ever seen written by an actual journalist. The journalist, by the way, let's call him out, Craig Hope, by the way. <laughs> if you have a degree in journalism, burn it and try again because that is appalling in terms of actually writing an article because even all the formatting is wrong he's telling it as if it's like a fucking fanfic like I've seen this shit on Tumblr it's, it's one of those it's one of those interviews that was so bad I kind of if they recorded it like if they videoed it I'd want to watch that yeah there's no way that that could have been like a, it mess. would have gone viral because it would oh, people would have thought so yeah. fucking yeah. awkward in real life I mean that would have been just like the, the sheer fact that for, that it came out right and like the guy's first question was hey you remember that time you went out in the lash I was yeah. like I read that I was like I don't want to talk about that like like you know like took some time out of his like pre-season to talk to this fucking hack <laughs> and this is the shit you came out with like, unreal a story that has been like told to death yeah. of the Spurs team going to Dublin for Christmas and them getting a bollock in from Harry Redknapp for not inviting mm. him presumably and like, uh, like it's just been done to death. It has nothing got to do with his career. Like, he is the like assistant coach for Middlesbrough. Yeah, he's it's, he's uh, Woodgate's number two. Yeah, uh, and he's uh, like double jobbing as uh, the you know, assistant coach for Ireland. Like, mm -hmm. he's got so many things going for him that you could start off like, how is it working two jobs at once? You know, like. But that was like his sixth or seventh question. Like he start yeah, his he icebreaker. Starts off with like. What would you do if your squad did what you did? Like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> like, was this first question like, oh, give us a song? You yeah. know, I heard you're a really good singer. It's like, 
I thought we were here for an interview. I know, but you know, like how, like, you know, you do, you know, you do. Ah, uh, you're a fun Irish leprechaun character. Come on, of a man. dance, boy, dance, come on. Oh, uh, it is painful. Um, it was so cringeworthy. Like, go ahead, go ahead and find it because it's it's one of the worst articles. Like the fucking sport bible has got nothing on this. Then your man, like, well, the Craig, tries Craig Hope, to make, yeah. yeah, tries to make Robbie out to be the bad guy for not wanting to answer. Yeah, he he, he he basically tried to say like, oh well, he wasn't in the mood for my questions. Like, yeah, they weren't no, fucking questions. <laughs> You're a cunt. Yes. <laughs> Nobody touches our Robbie Keane, right? We are very defensive about us. him. Yeah, maybe the boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we get the say about his yeah, boy with gloves. Yeah, we get the flag off, you can't. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll go next then with my uh, cod of mm-hmm. the week, and it is the EFL. Um, well, broadly speaking, it's the EFL and the FA, um, and their massive passive aggression. It's This has been a long time coming because the EFL is its own entity, and they, are based, they took over the Football League from the FA, basically. So the FA have basically washed their hands going, oh, it's not our show anymore, the Football League is the EFL work with it yourselves we're dealing with the conference in the FA Cup that's our remit now the problem is that the EFL have this have this ongoing issue with multiple clubs about owners and pretty much anywhere you go with all these kind of clubs I could name five or six off the top of my hat like Bolton Berry, North County Charlton Blackpool most recently um, who have really shit owners and the problem is uh, the the test that they have for the owners is the fit and like responsible owners test and whatever the test is, I think is, do you have money? Tick yes. Are you dodgy? Tick yes. And you're an owner of a football club. Um, it came to light because I read an article from the Daily Telegraph by Jim White. Not that Jim White. Aww. No Jim White. Aww. Yeah. And he did a great expose about, with a fellow called Andrew Taylor, who um, was playing with, he was the captain of Bolton last season when they were getting relegated. And basically Taylor opened up about how the players are being affected by the club's financial struggles. Um the, the current owner, Ken Anderson, has been trying to sell the club for the last year, basically. Or he said he's, he says he's been trying to sell the club. Uh, the, the one person that's on the table is a guy called Lawrence Bassini, who was the former Watford owner, who nearly drove them into the ground before the pizza family came in and said, here, we'll buy this for a pound. Take it or leave it. <laughs> and Bassini was actually banned for years by the EFL for not being a responsible owner. Basically, having dodgy accounts. And he is literally the only person potentially on the table to save Bolton Wanderers from insolvency, from the stadium getting re- like just basically taken down, uh, from players just not getting their wages. There have been some of the players in the Bolton team last season have been evicted from their from their flats, from their homes, because they haven't been paid. And the EFL, and the reason I'm annoyed at that is is a two-pronged thing. The first thing is you allow the, this situation to get so bad that you don't have any kind of system of administration they allow just administrators to walk in and go, don't know, mate, I'm just here to take the assets. I don't consider you the players' assets. We'll, we'll talk to you later on. Mm-hmm. So the EFL have basically... They're basically advocating asset stripping. They're advocating asset stripping on institutions. Yeah. You know, like I like I have fond memories of 2000s like football. I remember Bolton Wanderers yeah, and I Charlton remember, and Blackburn yeah, yeah, and, to a lesser extent, Blackpool. These are like old-school... British yeah. fucking belt and buckles football clubs, and not even that, but they're they're like Newcastle and Sunderland in a way. Is that like those cities don't have much else on, you know? Like Bolton are a big footballing club, Blackpool are a big footballing club, or uh, town even. Like they, it's not as if they can just go around. Oh well, fuck it, we'll just go watch cricket instead. They don't mm-hmm. have that. Like that, the club is their thing. It's a community thing, and the fact is, you do have owners like Ken Anderson who are just like. 
I might sell, then I'll make, I might just stay on and just keep fucking liquidating everything. Yeah. And the players, the actual individuals who are trying to do their best and stay on, at one point when they were registering players this season for the EFL, Bolton had one player on f- full contract. They still have, they have seven trialists at the moment and they were playing their first match day this, uh, this past weekend and most of them were under 23s, semi-professional. Like that's a League One team yeah. that can't pay spend their players and loose and the same thing has happened to Bur- to Barry, who um are in League Two insolvent have been insolvent for years and the EFL just went, what do you want us to do? Like you don't have owners, you don't have like uh, a horse in this race. You expect us, the governing body of the league, to stand in? No, mate, you're gonna have to get yourself an owner. You know, and the EFL are not like they're not like sort for cash or anything like that. Like they, they're a, a successful organization. They can stand in and just like hold up the clubs until they get new owners. You know, North County, for example, they they're happy. They're the EFL are delighted with North County because they've been relegated to the conference, so they're not in their remit anymore. North County didn't have kits for the start of the season, so they asked not they asked Juventus for kits, cashing in a one hundred and sixteen year old favor because they couldn't afford shirts. And that's been going on for years as well. So you can add in Charlton with the fucking the dodgiest fuckers alive, the yeah. Duchelais. Mm-hmm. The the Oyston family are finally gone from Blackpool, which means they're actually getting crowds now back at Bloomfield Road. Yeah, you know, and this is all because the EFL are just looking at this, going like, just basically holding the hands up and shrugging, just yeah, going they, like, this is that, not our shit. Hand holding emoji, just yeah, yeah. Like they allowed the likes of the Venkies in. They allowed the likes of Tony Fernandez into QPR, and he ruined the club as well. There's so many clubs that are ruined by just dodgy owners, and the EFL just go, I don't care. Like it's just, it's it's not our shout. You know, it's it's actually sad. It's sad to see it. Yeah. Especially when you see like. Like like those big clubs like Bolton. Like. Yeah. They have such good players like. Well, JJ Acacia, like you know that like that is the the player from Bolton, like you know, mm-hmm. or fucking uh, who's the other guy, um, curly haired fella. What was his name? Spanish player, Ivan Campo. He was fucking brilliant too. But that was a time where like it was fun to watch a team like Bolton because you just had mad hatters in the team. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like Sam Allardyce. That was like peak Allardyce as well because yeah. he had Sammy Lee on his fucking like headset as well. Yeah, like that's that's the nostalgia that Bolton gives you. Yeah, Allardyce in football. Yes, but obviously now Bolton is an empty stadium, no fans, and can't even fucking. Oh, actually, Coventry City. I'll throw in there as well. I forgot them. They can't. Uh, they don't own their stadium anymore. Yeah. They got that got repossessed. So now they're playing at St Andrews in Birmingham, and they have to rejig all their league fixture to alternate with Birmingham City. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is actually a load of balls. So that's that's what I mean. What seven clubs I mentioned there yeah. out of a, out of ninety two that the EFL have control over, and they're not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. Yeah, pretty, pretty. That's pretty grim. Yeah. Uh, my Neil, one, my one will be a bit of a quick one because I'm fried. It's uh, US soccer. Ooh. Putting up very, very misleading figures. They claim basically that they pay the women more than the men mm-hmm. over the last 10 year period, which might technically be true, but when you consider that the men didn't actually qualify for the last World Cup and over that 10 year period the women's team have won it twice. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But, however, the numbers were then looked over and proven to be complete horseshit because the 8 million. Uh, the, the nine sorry, they actually pay the men nine million dollars more over that period, and the reason why their numbers, uh, were showed that they actually paid the women more is because they actually included the women's 
club salaries in their <sighs> numbers for national pay. Yeah. So they, they left in their, their yearly club they, they inflated their own numbers. Yeah. They inflated their own numbers. Yeah. They left their club salaries in. And even then, they're like, so the, the US men's team are only 8 million off mm. the women's team, even when the... You, even when you count in the club when salaries. You, even yeah. when you count in their entire yearly salaries over a 10-year period. Yeah. The men are only 8 million off without their club salaries totted in. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. sickening. Yeah. So, ridiculous. yeah, um, it works out. Um, uh, oh, yeah. As a result, the women's national team, basically, they receive 38 cents to every male dollar. Uh, there we go. That's yeah. That's yeah. that's America. <laughs> that's, 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 actually, that's actually just women's football. That's women's football, bro. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But it's the fact that the U.S. soccer actually went. No, we actually pay the women more than we do the men, and they're like, no, you've actually included their club salaries as well. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that was very intentional. Yeah, when you strip all that out, they get paid nine million quid less, mm. not eight million more, as you are claiming. And even then, like you realize over the last ten year period the men have failed to qualify for a World Cup whereas the women's team have won it twice. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So. And look, it, it, not even that, the fact that the US women's team are the best, it's so, not as an argument that's like, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a small pond. It's like, yeah. you it's, saw the World they, Cup, they, right? They're the yeah. best. Yeah. They, they, they've all sold jersey on Nike.com yeah. ever. Yeah, exactly. And they, they, so you can't even make the argument that all marketable, nobody yeah. cares. Like, the, the market's there. The World Cup was a fantastic success all around. Their, their IG game is as powerful as it's ever been. Yeah. Like, nobody's really clicking onto Christian Pulisic's IG, as far no. as I know. Are they? You know, is, no. is anyone no. clicking on that? Their dab game is, like, next level shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's dabs upon dabs, as I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a white girl, and I'm a bar, and I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> Ginny Earths, yes, get her in on a dab game where she nearly killed someone. (laughs) But yeah, that's it. But like US soccer arguing that they pay the women more than they pay the men. Mm. In actual fact, they pay them 38. They pay them only 38%. So 38 cents to every male dollar. Fuck those guys. Yeah. You can't, you literally, that's the only stat. That's the only number you need from that. You get 38 cents to every man, male dollar. They've won the World Cup twice over the 10-year period, whereas the men have failed to qualify. Yeah. So, um, time for to pick our cod then. So, I am going to go for... for I you, you did make a very strong case with the, with the gender pay thing. It's fucking horrendous. But I can't look past bad journalism. <laughs> I just can't. Like, it's, it's so hard... To find to find people who first of all can have a. a no, fairness, if you're looking for good journalism, what the fuck are you doing on the Daily Mail? I didn't. I never looked on the Daily Mail. <laughs> Rachel was on the Daily Mail, but the fact is, like this confirms everything I heard about the Daily Mail. Such a badly written article, and just to start off with, like, oh, you know, love, love a sing and dance, don't you, pet? It's like, no, what? Get out. <laughs> so, so I'm going for the Daily Mail article. I can't vote for my own one. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to vote for your one. EFL. I'm gonna vote for the football league. Yeah. Because the, and the only reason is is because let's face it, he's a sports player and he deserves everything he gets. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's that's, that's you, you make a you make a, you got it from the opposite sides, but I think you still make a no, compelling no, argument. There's no look. Everything about it was wrong. Yeah. I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with Rachel's argument, one hundred and ten percent. But 
used to play for spores. Yeah. <laughs> you take you take the bad karma that life gives you when you pull on that shirt. But sure, you are on the shirt twice, might I add. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. as the e- ridiculous emails I keep getting, they are made of Tottenham. Yes. <laughs> three different faults. So in that case, bad. Rachel, you're the deciding vote potentially. You could have a three-way draw. I'm or... gonna go with three-way draw. Yeah. Like okay, EFL, yeah, load of cunts, but kind of. You had to go with the gender pay, like I do, yeah, 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 it's ridiculous. It's kind of, it's in my area, isn't it? Yeah. Area of expertise. So, Indeed, yeah. yeah. In your facility as a woman. Yeah. <laughs> you are a token woman, <laughs> as uh, as stated by gender uh, guidelines. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So it's uh, I think this is our first official hand of cod and it's a three way tie. So <laughs> that's um we won't I don't think we're all gonna budge from that. <laughs> we ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> so we have three cods this week, so uh indeed you can pick from uh, our three choices if you want to. Please leave a comment. Yes, tickle our uh, social media algorithms at uh well, I'll probably show you later on. So um we're gonna take a break here. Um when we come back then we are gonna be talking Tea. properly about the top six and who we think is going to challenge them. See you then. the second half trust me it is second half not just the end um, as always you tend to go over time with these things but we are going to talk about the uh, kind of the main players of this season uh, our top six one then our gladi- gladiators if you will hopefully we don't get sued for using that music so um, I don't think this is going to last long but um, guys who do you think are the main contenders this season Stay and Liverpool mm. I don't think that was much of a surprise no, um, I, I'm the same yeah, it's kind of more of the same this season, really, isn't it? Um, well, see, none of the teams have really moved on. I'm like, all right then, I, I, in between now and Thursday, Arsenal might sign Tierney, so then we've really kicked on with our team. Man U, if all of their signings click, mm. that team will maybe somewhat kick on a bit. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Don't think so. Big maybe. Big, that's a big maybe. So, yeah, but all of the teams really have pretty much stood quite still yeah Liverpool and City we went over what their transfer dealings were it was all just about retaining their current team and signing a bit of backup getting yeah. a bit of depth it's all about depth like I, I found with City like they they, they needed one sign they kind of had to make the season with, mm-hmm. over Fernandinho yeah. they needed a replacement for him because obviously with the injuries with, with the fact he's 34 now you do need to get someone in to replace him now whether or not this Rodri guy turned out to be good I wasn't convinced with him in the community shield I'll be honest but that was a kind of a weird madcap game so maybe not take that as a as kind of proof pulled yeah. that he's a terrible signing or something yeah, yeah but we're going to get the proof anyway come Thursday yeah exactly oh, well, come Friday so, well we're playing Friday um, yeah, City are playing Sunday, I think. Sunday? I could be wrong. The Sky, uh, the sky Come this weekend. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get <laughs> Exactly, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, obviously you you guys reckon that like it's going to be a two horse race again then? Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think it's going to be them pulling away from the rest of the pack. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, not to I think spoil- it's, it's them pulling away from the rest of the pack, and then I <laughs> expect that it's going to get really, really badly, really, really bad tempered because the instant they start doing that, the whole allegations about them dodging financial fair play and basically making shit of the rules which is what they've been actually doing yeah and um, will crop up again uh i mean i, I think I, I remember ken early actually saying something like this it's like city should get down on their knees because, and yeah, thank we, we mentioned this in the pilot yes yeah, mm. and thank liverpool because you know because they only won it in the last game of the season yeah absolutely yeah then the allegations about them dodging the rules came in yeah. if they'd have done what they'd done the season beforehand and had it won by fucking almost the end of April mm. they'd two or three months of that shit you know yeah, exactly. they'd have been fucking out they'd been like month three of that so yeah. I think but I actually think that's kind of what's going to happen this season I think mm-hmm. they're going to pull away they're going to go out again in the quarterfinals of the Champions League I think they're going to have a very similar season myself. yeah I think they're going to yeah. have a very similar because season for the most part, their preseason has kind of come off, came off without a hitch. You know, they haven't had any major injuries, with exception to Sane and the Community Shield. Mm-hmm. That hopefully won't be nothing in terms of Man City fans or Bayern Munich fans, for that matter. Um, but for the most part, like even though they've won most of their games, they lost only one of the penalty shootout to Wolves, funny mm-hmm. enough, which is their Achilles heel last year, um, which I'm hopeful again still is a good Achilles heel. But um, but the thing is, like like Man City are the gold standards in terms of the, the champions. like they, they, they are the team to beat, and they'll always be the team to beat for the next couple of years, or at least until Guardiola's there. You know, Once Guardiola goes, I think now that's that's when it's time to strike. And I think that is kind of working into how Liverpool are treating this season. Like, we we are fucked in terms of energy levels um, for our pre-season, because we had the Champions League final two weeks after the season. What is it? It's something like, I remember somebody saying this to me, it's something like seven cup competitions you're in. We're in seven, we are in six. six. If you count the Community Shield, that's seven. Yeah. So we're in the European Super Cup, we're in the Club World Cup, Champions League, Carabao Cup, FA Cup, Premier League and Community Shield. Yeah. That's seven competitions. Very lost one, but oh well, it's Community Shield. It would have been nice to get one up on City, but however... But I, I don't know, it's not really a whole lot you can hope for when yeah. you know, your manager in the preceding uh, press conference goes, this really shouldn't exist. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, that that's not exactly instilling the do or die... But that being said, Go though, we, we gave him a bit of a fucking fright after at that game. Mm-hmm. You know, like the first half, we weren't very, very good, mm-hmm. and I think that was a symptom of overall how our preseason went. Like, our, if you look at our preseason results-wise, it was very, very bad. We won only one game in the preseason. If you count the two charity games we did before we left for U, for the US against like, Tranmere and Bradford, you know there were Mickey Mouse games in terms like we've always done a friendly with Tranmere because for the most part we felt sorry for them being in financial trouble so we always gave them a game now they're actually coming back on their feet a little bit which is nice and the Bradford game was for Stephen Darby who has a motor neuron disease mm-hmm. so we had those games and they were we just let the kids out but obviously I watched them and I went holy shit these kids are really fucking good so I got excited um, and then actual teams turned up to play football and you can really tell the difference how our, t- our players are like energy wise when you see other teams come in with their perfect pre-seasons and holidays at the right time and not having players going to fucking Africa Cup of Nations and 
other a couple of Bedores and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, it really hurts because the bulk of the team are now coming back from holiday. Yeah, you know, Mane is, is going to miss the Norwich game, which is a shame because, and it's only by virtue of the fact that Senegal got to the final. You know. Thanks for that. I need to make a note for my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was you, my can, one. you can thank me in advance. Yeah, he was in yeah. my one, and then I fucking yeah. I got her. <laughs> she is actually writing it down. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you can't write with a pen top, Rachel. <laughs> she's actually oh, she's actually writing on herself. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, but the thing was like we had we had performances. Class of children today. <laughs> So we had bad performances against Dortmund, uh, Sevilla, Lisbon, Napoli. Napoli was probably the worst one. But it was a three 0 wasn't it? Three 0 to Napoli, yeah. Now I would qualify. You can, as a Liverpool fan, you can qualify them as much as you like. But for the most part, it's been based off like poor energy and defensive frailties. In all fairness, I wouldn't really factor that much in. I mean, I I actually quite struggled to think about the last preseason Arsenal had that went badly. Well, all of our pre-seasons yeah. tend to go quite swimmingly. Mm. And then it's we just... the real seasons. And then the like, real oh, season... Fuck. Yeah, and then reality, this the bitch reality kicks in and then we're like, oh, what the fuck is well, happening? Well, this is where my optimism starts because I think, like... I actually like, want a bad pre-season. But this is what I was going to say. We've had a bad pre-season, but I think it's prepare us for what season we're going to have. You know, I don't think we're going to solidly contend for the Premier League this season. That's a slight spoiler from my list, but... The reason I'm saying that is because we have far more fish to fry. You know, like Man City, they have the squad depth to challenge anywhere and any, everywhere. You know, we can accept that. But we want, I think we want to do something slightly different with our club. We do not want to be the likes of Man City and we're just like, okay, let's just buy... We've, we've lost Moreno, let's buy a new fullback. Mm-hmm. You know, Klopp does want to go, hang on, we've got left-backs here who are ready to go. Or at least he thinks they will be ready to go in time. Um, obviously you guys will see the same thing with the likes of Nelson and, and Smith Rowe and Willock and all these you, these are guys you want to get into the team yeah. you know but at the same token you can't deny the fact you'd love to just sign a new striker or sign a new fullback you know whether yeah. it, well, you need well, obviously in, in the case of like having a first team player you need them but for the fact that okay we need two left backs we need one to sit yeah. on the bench we don't want to sign players that are going to sit on the bench Klopp would rather sign players that are sitting on the bench for experience you know, the likes of, let's say, Brewster or Wilson or Larry Ucci, any of these players who have had fantastic pre-seasons. You know, the young players have had great pre-seasons. It's the guys coming back from holiday that are slow to start to, to kick back up again, which is understandable because these poor fuckers that have played Nations League games and, as I said, those competitions as well. The one shining light was that we, I think we set up our pre-season to get used to playing two games a week. Because that is how it's going to start. be at the start of the season. We've got Norwich, then we're off to Bajik, the Istanbul, then we're back to Southampton, and then it's going to be two games a week when the Champions League starts. Then we've got the Club World Cup at Christmas. That's going to be two games a week as well until we come back from Qatar, which is also going to be two games a week. So I think for the most part, our, our pre-season's getting there to get used to us just playing non-stop games. I think someone worked at the numbers that if we fulfilled every club competition, if we reached the final in every competition we had... We'd be playing 76 games this season. Yeah. Now, with a team we have, that's a killer. Because no, you have players like Ox and Lallana who, you know, I, I feel very sympathy for them because they've had injury troubles in the past. But those are players now we'll need to rely on if we're going to go far in those competitions. Like, Lallana's not going to start every game. But in the preseason, he's been deployed as a number six. Which sounds fucking weird when you think about it. Like, Lallana, like, really frankly, daintily, number six. 
but he's actually not too bad at it. You know, that was the one shining light from the preseason was that he did okay in that position. Um, Oxley Chamberlain uh, coming back from uh, injury as well, looking for fitness, looking to get that kind of killer instinct back. Cater the same way. Cater was a fucking beast against Leon and Man City. So those players coming back, as Klopp said, is we're treating them as new signings because for the most part we did miss all of them last season. The one blemish was obviously Klein coming uh, leave or coming out for injury, which is a kick in the balls because I think for the most part we wanted to sell, sell them mm-hmm. and make some money out of them. But now as I said, as yeah. But as I said, we now have Keanu Hoover who'll probably be our backup back fullback. Um, I'd say we'll probably promote Lariucci as our backup left back. Bruce will be in the team. I think Harry Wilson's going to have a, a bit to say as well. So overall, like we, it looks like a really shit preseason, but I think it's because we need to be battle tested. We need to to get used to basically being fucking <laughs> two games a week, which is going to be as you, as you guys kind of understand as well with Europa League football. You you guys have to adapt to essentially playing Thursdays and Sundays, which does yeah. kind of it fucks up your circadian rhythms a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it really really does. So. Uh, that's kind of how I felt like the preseason's gone. I still don't think we're going to be like... I We are going to push City, don't get me wrong. But I think we'll we'll see opportunities elsewhere. Like, we'll see the Champions League as our main kind of like forte again. We'll probably win the Club Winners' Cup, I'd say. Um, maybe the Super Cup because the Chelsea team don't look that great. So, you know, we, we've got opportunities elsewhere. But um, it definitely, for the start of the season, I think we're going to start off a little bit slow. Because the defense doesn't look great. Mm-hmm. Like Trent wasn't great. Gomez wasn't great yesterday. That's that's kind of nitpicking at this stage. Cause fuck me, going forward we look brilliant. Yeah. Compared to the fact that Salah's only back this week and Firmino's back this week. You'll see. You'll see I more. You'll left. see more come this weekend. But I I reckon he's will come in second. But again, I think City will have the league won. Yeah. A lot sooner than they did the last time but anyway, as we were mentioning like earlier like that like the league is kind of secondary to City now they need they they want to win the Champions League yeah, and they're not so, going to yeah and they exactly yeah but the problem is like that's if they win the Premier League that's not enough no. if they win the treble that's not enough they've both put so much pressure on them now to be a team Liverpool could sit back and go cool we'll just yeah, win sure, our I tails said the, I said on the pilot the, the best thing about you know you guys winning the Champions League is that it sours the Premier League win the yeah. pre- sorry the Premier League domination by City because that's the one competition that's, that's they what need. they want yeah. that's what and that's what Pep wants as well <clears throat> yeah you know he's fed up with people turning around saying that he only won the Champions League because he just got gifted with literally the best club team that's ever existed yeah uh, so in terms of that then, so in terms of outside that realm then we have four teams at the minute Chelsea Spurs Man City or or Man United even Arsenal that are vying for two spots mm-hmm. you know the top four is such a big thing for Kind of the club finances at this stage, yeah. although you wouldn't know from Man City spending, Man United spending again. Sorry, yeah. uh, do we see Spurs the third place team again? I see Spurs in fourth. I uh, see them as third. I have Arsenal third. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, spoilers for the Crystal Football, but yeah, I, 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 think Spurs are like steadily ahead of everyone else in the scramble, but primarily because they. I don't. Th- I, don't have I, a change. I think. No, I see they've only really signed one replacement. But mm-hmm. I, they've not shored up what happened. I think I we were talking about this earlier on. The two week break for the Champions League final helped them more than anything else. Yeah, they were treadbare towards the they end. Tread, absolutely, they still have that treadbare squad, mm. and they looked absolutely shagged yeah. by the end of the season. They look fucking wrecked. Mm. 
uh, they've lost Ali to a recurring hamstring injury now. I was going to make this point because they now have players who do have those knocks. Because yeah. I mentioned Kane in the pilot yeah. as well and he has an ankle injury that's not going away. And, also, and now the, Ali has this as well. The thing is that they play so much worse with Kane. Mm. You know? Do you know what? Even so far, I'd say they play worse with Ali as well. well the thing is, is I don't that, like Ali as a player at all. Well, I, mean, I don't either, but I think he's a good player for them. Yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> not I, 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 because, I, not I just think because he's a Spurs player. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, with Kane, it's all just Kane centric. It's all just about him, and mm. he's not firing. And the thing is, he's not been firing for months now. Yeah. And when he was, there was a brief period of last season where he was out for a good couple of weeks. And something like four or five different players were scoring goals. Son of Mar, yeah. Yeah, the fucking the goals went up. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so, I see your I see your point. I, um, I think that threadbareness. <laughs> Now it's really gonna hamper them because the injuries are really gonna bite in. They're already biting in now. Yeah. Like now. Like now, when they weren't, they haven't even started yet. They've not gotten. The, they've but not if they get the injuries out of the way now, and then by the time the actual. But they're all recurring. Injuries. They're recurring injuries. Yeah. yeah well, That's like, the I, difference. You know, I want to go with my heart and say that they will, you know, get relegated. But <laughs> you know, I'm using my head here that like they've somehow been able to spend loads of money despite having the stadium mm. um, I think they will sp- they will buy one or two more players before the end of the week like Sessegnon will probably go I don't think they'll get this Los Celso kid in I say that has to be until that'll be up after Ericsson goes you know but even still like they have I, been trying to get rid of players think, and they don't think they I, have I don't they are kind of the Man United of old, where they win luckily, like they're just so jammy in their wins, as mm. in a last minute winner from Kane, or you know, that was know, very apparent in the Champions so many League. penalties yeah. that they got that, like with VAR coming in, they're probably not going to get. Mm, good point, um, yeah. But I think, like, I'm just kind of going to be um, pessimistic with my crystal football and just say that they're going to go third. Mm. I still think, yeah, I still think they're just a little bit ahead of the chasing pack. But I think that gap will have shrunken, and the per- I, I agree that. Yeah. yeah, I think Arsenal will give them a proper challenge this year. Um, no, I, I guarantee. You, I, I reckon I, the Fred Bear squad. I think this is. I think this season, this season, the wheels might not come fully off. Yeah. But my God, they're gonna be. They're gonna struggle. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. Like they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna sustain another Champions League challenge. Like they, I think they're gonna. Do, well, they so have the to knuckle is, down. And they're, good, no, they're gonna go for that because they made a lot of money. Oh, I get that. that. I get that. But the fact is, they got a like they got a decent though. They they've struggled through the group stages, and rightfully so. They're in a very tough group. But once they're out there, they were facing a Dortmund team that had the Bundesliga on their on their radar instead, and Ajax just bottled it really in the in the semi finals. Man City, Man City, essentially they they spurred the game. Mm-hmm. If ironically enough. But um, but that, that those quarterfinals were insane, like because like just Man City were so worked up and they just kind of like outrun this, themselves. This is also my point. That threadbare squad is gonna cur- it's gonna crumble in. I have them as fourth in mind. I wouldn't be surprised if they finished outside the top four. That it depends on everyone See, else. I, yeah, that's why. Like uh, how how, do, how was your pre go, go, pre seasons? Our uh, season was brilliant. Yeah, our pre season was fantastic. You know, like, but we lost to Leon and we lost to Barca, but that was Mustafi. Yeah. But no, so like our preseason has shown pretty much what we already suspected that we are fantastic going forward. Mm-hmm. We've got some fucking flying youngsters that are going to be baiting down the doors to try and get into our first team. Which you'll they'll get opportunities to Europe. Wilk and Nelson being the kind of uh, like big one, big kind of torchbearers, yeah. Yeah, in Kethia as well. In Kethia, in Kethia is going to get Welbeck's. 
Bert, yeah. Bert as the third striker. Would he not go on a loan? No. He, um, he's good. He, sorry, he's good, he's going to get Welbeck's spot. Number three. And Welbeck got a lot of game time. Yeah, true. Last true. season, much to Rachel's chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he was needed though. In fairness, yeah, he was the games, he got yeah. a lot of it until he decided to try and sit in his ankle at thirty miles an hour. That wasn't very smart. No. No. So I, I guarantee you, he's had a talk. There's been a talk with him, and he said, "You see the amount of game time that Welbeck got last season." That's what you're going to get. And he's gone top off. Yeah. And um, there's another guy, Sacco. Yeah, but Sacco, he's a fucking literal made of lightning winger. Mm. Um, he Which is what you guys kind of were looking for this season yeah, with your he's, he's targets. He's like fucking 18. Like, yeah. You know. well, it's yeah, good though. It was good to see <clears> that there is this talent coming through. Um, but like that, our defence at the back is our Achilles heel. Yeah. Now, in saying that, like we're going to be bat- in the battle for top four I'd imagine and you're looking kind of around at who are we going to be battling with you're going to be battling with Manchester United who their top striker is Lukaku who may or may not be there mm-hmm. Um, and if he is there will he be there there yes Um, you've got like their shit shambles shit show shambles of a team like are <laughs> which they their transfer um, dealings could be summed up as in by all the players yeah. They're literally like the, the largest squad in the league. Um, they have six centre-backs, five full-backs, five central midfielders, six forwards and attacking midfielders, plus a teenage centre-mid and three teenage forwards. But there's very <laughs> the, but there's the real lack of quality there. Yeah, there's fucking the yeah. shit. <laughs> well, let, let's move on to Man United then, because... Oh, can I just... No, like, yeah, no, please no, don't. No, carry no, on, carry on. So, like, Arsenal, like, okay, apart from our centre defence, mm. very top-heavy and have a decent squad, again, apart from defence. Yeah. Um, we're up against that shit show shambles of a Manchester United team that you know, you know, might not even have a proper striker. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Chelsea, who are Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Um, yeah. Lampard's Chelsea. Right and they've lost their Hazard. Yeah. And they've lost the ability to buy in new Hazard before next week, and mm-hmm. their team is stuck at what it was last year, which wasn't fantastic. Only for our complete and utter capitulation at the end of the season, we would have finished above, like... Well, like I said, even even Spurs' capitulation, like, you, you were all capitulating at the same time. Yeah, like, it you was know. the most bizarre thing, but I think out of those squads that we've mentioned there, Arsenal could, ha- like, just survive. If we just outscore what we let in, and we're going to let in fuck tons of goals, and, I've t- like, I've come to terms with that, but if yeah. we can just out... Well, like I said, but even look at the transfers you've done in. Like by far, Arsenal have improved the most in terms of who you've signed. Mm-hmm. Now, whether like as always, we we kind of say with the Villa side, like even because you sign the players, does not necessarily mean they're going to perform. Yeah. But Pepe is obviously going to be better than what you had there. Like he, he's what probably sliding where Mkhitaryan is to play. Yeah. But you, as you said, you, your system's now going to change. You're not yeah, going to run back trick anymore. Our, our You're going to run four three three. Our system's going to change, right? We're going to have a right winger. Yeah. Before we signed Pepe, who was our right winger? Mkhitaryan. Yeah. Not so that's half a right winger because he's not even a winger. Yeah. He's like a right sided midfielder who likes to play slightly closer to the touchline than any other midfielder. Mm. And this is the thing, right? We've got six centre backs. I've mentioned them before. Yeah. So out of that six out of the Motley crew of six that we had there, right, you can't play three at the back, you go to a four at the back. Because you can't buy in anymore. Mm-hmm. So you sub it you, you get in a winger and you're enabled to play four. I guarantee you that when holding comes back Bellerin. Be- Bellerin comes back. Holding mm. Bellerin comes back. I guarantee we're not going to see a whole lot of Mustafi. 
No, I don't think you will. Emery does not like him. But anymore. you don't need it. That's the ar- that's the argument. You don't if you run the four, you don't need a Mustafi. You don't need Mustafi, yeah. and that's the point. I, I that's why I'm more optimistic, which I think is quite you know bad to be for an Arsenal fan. I'd, I'd agree I, with I, you. I, I, we're not going to see. No, I'd that. agree with you because I see very similar parallels to how we were. Like a lot, a lot of Liverpool fans forget we were terrible defensively before Van Dijk arrived. Mm-hmm. The reason we spent seventy five million on him is because we had a issue. At the back, yeah. See, Klopp, you know, Klopp realized that he plays in a system that exposes yes. his goalkeeper <clears throat> and it exposes his defenders. Mm-hmm. So you've got two options there: you change your system so that they're not so exposed, yeah, or you buy elites. And so it's, that's it's what also he did. that. He went yeah. out and he bought an elite goalkeeper on Allison. He went out and he bought an elite centre back in Van Dijk. And I throw Fabinho in there as well. Like it's it's very important yeah. to get the number six in because it is that spine that you need. Exactly, yeah. There's no point getting the, the central defender if he can't communicate with someone who needs to come back. Yeah, to think, split the defence. The thing is, we have that as well. We've got Torreira there. Torreira, yes. this is going to be Torreira's second season. He's going to be well adjusted. He's going to be well there. We also have Chambers, who got Fulham. I see. I see. I see. Chambers is more of a number six because I think he was very, very good there for well, he Fulham. Got, but he, yeah, he got their player of the season like, overwhelmingly. He got no, but that, but that was Scott Parker some, going like, listen, I don't care about the defence. You yeah, are better here. He got, he got yeah. like eighty percent of their vote in that. Yeah, in that position, but he was fantastic. Yeah, he was fantastic there because he need because the one problem with the like Fulham six year contract. Yeah, but <laughs> the, the problem with the Fulham team last year was they had absolutely no balance. Yeah. They were such a capitulating oh, team. Oh, no, no. See, that's, that's, and that's also another thing. That's why it's so difficult to judge his performances at Fulham because that team was such a colossal... Even the, same, even the same way he was at Borough as well because yeah. that team like did nothing going forward. It made it look like, yeah. oh, well, they, they must so have such that, a war. This is the reason why I think we're third. I think we'll go in. Our squad will be playing four at the back mm. with a midfield diamond. Torreira at the base. Caballos uh, as well. Ceballos so, yeah. as well. He's going to be the guy fucking making things. He's going to he's going to make the runs. He's going to yeah. make shit happen. Yeah. And then you've got a front three of Aubameyang, Lacazette and, and Pepe. Pepe. Holy fuck. Because again, bear in mind, this is exactly what we did yeah. three years ago. Yeah. Because we said, listen, we know the defence is terrible, but there aren't defenders in the market just yet. Yeah. To go sign. Now, I don't think so, Pepe, I don't think Pepe is going to get the twenty two goals and eleven assists. Doesn't need to. He got. He's in a different because system. You're go, you're gonna no, and also like teams are going to look at our front line and go, whatever you do, don't give these motherfuckers space. But when you have three, if you have a Bamiyang on one side, oh actually no, probably Lacazette on the left, wouldn't it be? No, I reckon Lacazette. I'd have the Bamiyang on left. I reckon Lacazette will be played through the middle. I know Lacazette would be essential because yeah. without you cannot now can't not have Aubameyang on the left hand side because yeah. the pace is there. The you pace just is there. And also, like yeah. I said, you put you give him the ball for the goal. He's a, he's a fucking exactly. He'll smart. clean up. Oba yeah. has had a fantastic preseason. Oh, yeah, he's, he's had great preseason. One of the things that he's done is come out onto the right wing, actually, mm. which is why the whole like why are we signing Pepe thing. But Pepe can play centrally too. It could be such like what the Arsenal women have. Yeah. Of we've got Mead and McCabe and Medina and, and Medina mm. as our front three, and they constantly switch. And then like obviously with the you've got Van der Donk as well, who's in the centre, but she can come out in the wing. And yeah. so this is constant like carousel revolving uh, you know someone who's been told to mark McCabe and they're mm. on the right hand side and all of a sudden they see her she's on the other side of the pitch and they're oh shit and now I've got Bet Mead to deal with yeah. and, and all you have to do is have a player in the midfield position that's just spray balls so if you do have someone quick like Torreira that's able to turn the play back and forth you have Jack Afri well I think, t- I think Torreira will be that kind of transition from defence he'll get the ball yeah. he'll move the ball up 
I think it seems, now this is again, uh, slightly optimism, rose-tipped glasses, it seems that Emery and Ozil have buried some, somewhat of the hatchet. Ozil seems to have switched on a little He's bit. He's switched on yeah. a wee bit. He'll he start had two fantastic assists in pre-season. Yeah. Um, that I, was I, like proper yeah. like space size Ozil that we used to love. Yeah. But I think he know because I think he can see which way the Arsenal side is going. It is going up, and uh, granted, like do not be discounted with the fact that we did you have a Mustafi. We had Lovren yeah. for years, yeah, and he sure. was our clown for a long time. But there's a difference. You see, you guys don't have your Van Dijk yet. Mm-hmm. You know now I don't know if Saliba is going to be that player. I reckon it'll be holding. It could be holding. You don't. It doesn't matter. Like the Van, the Van well, Dyke is a. Whatever is a, happens, we are gonna look yeah. fabulous home or away or in our third. Game. <laughs> oh yeah, that third kid's gonna drop before the Newcastle game, and it's gonna be sick. Well, that's you at least one thing. At least one uh, one competition this year, anyway. Uh, yeah, let's finish off then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll finish off this top six one down. We're talking about Man City, Man United, and Chelsea. Then, um, Man United have had a curious preseason because a lot of it has been about who they're getting in, who they're getting out. <laughs> who they're getting in is the entire. Well, they basically tried to buy every player. They still finish outside top yeah. four. I have them. Spoiler alert! I have them finishing seventh. Mm, yeah, I, I won't. I won't give away what my thoughts are so, either. But you, I, I'm worried for them as well. When you say top six, my top six actually has Wolves in it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean Chelsea have Chelsea are going to have a real fucking challenge running to stand still this season. Yes. That's all they're going to be doing. Lampard is just in there so that the fucking water, do, that so that they don't shit the bed. Yeah, basically. He's literally there on clean. And uh, I would say the same for Solskjaer. Solskjaer is a placeholder. Yeah. Simple so, as. Simple as. Uh, next think, week, like next week, I'm going to be asking the question, like who's the first manager to be sacked next season? I think it's nailed on for somebody in the top six but uh, I'll leave that for next week <laughs> I reckon Solskjaer would probably be gone by Christmas I think once the manager once the, a manager comes up on the market yeah. it'll be him because the sheer fact is I think they're buy- the, the players are going in are for somebody else mm-hmm. you know because I think if you look at the way Solskjaer has been playing pre-season he's been trying to get young players into the squad yeah. like the big one was actually technically a Jose, a Jose uh, uh, appointment which was McTominay mm-hmm. now he was needed to basically be the Carrick of the team yeah. which is a kind of um not something that anyone wants to admit to in the United midfield, but they do need a Michael Carrick. Oh, yeah. Which is also why they're trying to spend crazy money on Sean Longstaff, mm-hmm. because they think that he can be this Carrick. But although, again, it's this weird thing that like United, like the, the United team itself has, that we need to replicate the class of 92. You need to get your skulls in. You need to get your Beckham in. It's like, could you not just be the first of yourselves? You know, yeah. that's your yeah. issue. Like, Pogba is a fucking entity on of itself. Massive ego See, that's and can run a club team if he wants to. Yeah, but you know. that's the point. Like, Solskjaer is stating that he's going to build a team around Pogba, but you can't build a team around somebody who's that flaky. And so mercenary as well. He's got, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind about I do mind the mercenary team. But the thing is, is that he's not consistent. You can't build your team around that. We tried building our team around an inconsistent Urzel mm. and it just didn't fucking work. The, the reality is you can't build around a team around players who are dictated to by their super agents. When you have that fat cunt of Firmino no, Raiola... It's not even that. You can't build a team around the brand. But No, not even that. But look, yeah. at, look at all the other teams well, around the... <laughs> or Nike. Picking next. it up. Or, or Nike for us next season. Uh, Cash in, baby. But no, but look at the, all the other teams around the... Around like Liverpool, we have no players represented by Raiola. We have no super agents involved. They're all like bog-standard agents. No one else is involved. But when you have these fucking shysters thrown in, 
you know, like Wolves, I think, was an exception because they have a like actual relationship with Jorge Mendes. They're they're getting something beneficial out of this. I think we're dealing with Mendes now. Wenger never dealt with him. Mm, exactly. But starting to, I think it was Mendes who kind of grandfathered in the Pepe deal. It was him who got the connection. There. Yeah, probably because he would have been with Lille as well. And Sinelli, when it was floated to Lille, oh, mm. by the way, we'll structure the deal as 20 million a year because who the fuck are you going to buy for 72 million? But, this might, All right, but that's million. fine because that's a beneficial move for Pepe. Yeah. You see, it's a lot of diminishing returns when you're Martial or Lukaku or Pogba and your your guys are like you know, looking around for those moves, and the reason they look around for those moves is because they want money. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you want at this stage. You could have a great deal at Man United. You could be your number. You could be a first team player. You could be captain. You could be the guy as Pogba is is supposed to be. But it doesn't matter if your mate, your fucking agent, is there going. Ooh, I really fancy another boat. You know, I really think like mm, I have a I have a I have a dock in Monaco. I have my eye on. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. You can't like base your career on that. You are just a husk at that point. But in any case, like, also, Man U, I think they're only a couple of injuries away from playing secondary players in half their position. I was going to make that point because yeah. I think Solskjaer wants to play young players. The one player they have been ranting over this preseason is Mason Greenwood. Yeah. And he's really fucking good. He's I've seen him play. Yeah. He is good you enough see, to play in that team. He's like the most. Somebody described I think a Man U fan described it to me. Um, yeah, the most two-footed player he's ever seen since Santi Cazorla. Yeah, but he's so talented. He's the talent is there. He scored 30 goals last season. Was it 15 with one foot and 14 with the other? Yeah, in the youth department. Yeah. But he's, he's, he is <laughs> brilliant. He's really, really good. Yeah, he's the problem sick. is, though, is can Solskjaer get away with playing Greenwood over, say, Lukaku? Yeah, and nobody likes Lukaku. No but, no, but this is my point, you see. If Lukaku doesn't play, then everyone's just starting to start us off with, oh, Lukaku's been dropped for Greenwood. It's like, if it's a yeah, football no, decision. Yes. Literally every... Uh, I get snippets of Man of Man United Twitter into my Twitter feed from a friend of mine. Yeah. And all of it is, it's just Lukaku has the worst... Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm not talking about the fans here. I'm talking about the people that are in, in charge of Lukaku. This is like, oh, you, you, I think you really want to play Lukaku. Yeah, no, or no. else he'll want to get a move, you know? Just get to offload him. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. You know? For like only, only for Dybala sinking his own deal. Mm. You know, he and they probably get Lukaku, Lukaku, Lukaku could be on a plane yeah. right now. Yeah, for his medical, he still might be for Inter because Conte wants him. Yeah, so, so for some weird reason. Yeah, no, he's mad for he's mad for Lukaku because that, that was the reason why he left Chelsea was because they didn't sign him. Mm-hmm. Mental. Um, I like with United. I think it is like Solskjaer's on borrowed time. I think he's gonna try his best to get those players in, like Greenwood, like Chong. Yeah, he's had a great preseason too. Um, but as I said, like they, they have so many players that's in that team that needs to go like Ashley Young like fucking Darmian uh, Phil yeah. Jones and hilarious like all of those players they still have and the one per- the player to get rid of is Herrera yeah <laughs> unbelievable player. decision but the reason is they couldn't keep him <laughs> who the fuck greenlit that because Herrera knows which way the club is going yeah Herrera's like I want out of here he's yeah. one of the he was one of the few players in the other team that I actually genuinely yeah. respect yeah. I really do admire well, because say, he's a he's a proper player they do say even rats flee sinking ships absolutely <laughs> but even look at the likes of Marshall like he's been fucking quite as a fucking church mouse this season you know because he knows whatever I'll wait until yeah. someone likes me I'll do a bail I'll sit around and play golf unbelievable it, it's, it's been it's that kind of season um, and also yeah so Chelsea just in a holding yeah. pattern, I think they're going to be a fun team to watch because they're like they are just going to be unbridled. They're just going to have fun, in my opinion, because they well, they as, well as much fun as you can have being a Chelsea player. 
Well, not even that, but Lampard, like, it's a, it's a different, it's like, it's a really culture weird. change. It's going to be really weird for the Chelsea Academy players to be playing for Chelsea. And that's the thing, I really want to see that. I want to see what these players are like <laughs> in a Chelsea shirt. I want to see if, like, Abraham, Abraham or uh, Mount could actually do yeah. something. And also, they're ruining all their players with these ridiculous contracts. That was, a, that was like, a mistake. Lost his cheek, what was it? Lost his cheek is on something like 200k a week. No, Hudson Adai will be on 200k a week. Yeah. Oh, oh no, he, he, he could go up to 200k. He, he's got a base salary of 160,000. Yeah. Yes, and in two hundred k, if he's if he does, sure fucking makes his melt on eighty grand. Yeah, eighty grand. Uh, based off one season with Derby County, my dear. We're paying Pepe eighty grand. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. A man who was only outscored by Kylian Mbappe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, and lots of cheeks on a hundred grand, by the yeah, way. That, that's yeah. just oh. ridiculous, and mm. I can imagine, like, as soon as they have one or two bad games. They're going to get like so much stick from the media going, mm. you're being paid 160 grand a week and you can't pick up a ball. You know, like the usual yeah. kind of thing. Their yeah. heads are going to go down and then the whole thing's going to play. Exactly. Also, I mean, similar to United, like United are a financial juggernaut. Mm-hmm. So they can actually, they can accommodate and fucking eye-watering Yes, uh, but Chelsea. Yeah. But Chelsea can't. If, they met, if Chelsea miss out on Champions League football this season, mm. for next season, they're... They've locked in a lot of players on big fucking. When you really think about it, Sarri did. Yeah. Yeah. But Sarri did them a serious favour last season when you really do boil down to it. A Europa League win, that has its own merits, but third place in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. So all this shit around them. Yeah. Fucking solid job. When you really do look at it, and a League Cup final that could have gone the other way as well. No, no, no. Sarri definitely did do a good job. That's why he left. Yeah. He's like, I can't do this again, and I did a great job. And he's got still, no fucking he's still got on my back. Yeah. So fuck you guys. I'm gonna go where I'm gonna be appreciated. Yeah. So Frank Lampard's just in there to keep the season ticking over. Yeah. Make sure the wheels don't go too badly off the fucking cart. I I I see it as a free hit for Chelsea. Yeah. That's it. That's it. If if it does if it doesn't work out, fair enough. We'll just get someone like Allegri in. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, ha. Huh. Win win. Yeah. Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Where all the all the boys are back in town. We'll get like Drogba's gonna be on the coaching staff. Macalady's back. By the way, he's a part of the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. They got fucking John Terry back in. Wants the borders closed. Mm-hmm. That's fucking hard Brexit. You know. Yeah. Be brilliant. So that's our kind of like our top six rundown. You mentioned there that um, you have a team that's potentially breaking into the I've top got six. There. I have two teams. So I. I also have a few teams I think will crack the crack the top six as well. Do you want to do our crystal football then? I think we'll do our crystal football. Let's jump right into it. Yes, Neil, please do. Alright, Ivan. Start off from the bottom, actually. Start off from the bottom, right? My, <laughs> yeah. my Starting from the bottom. Right, my... Your 20th. My 20th will be Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Newcastle, Norwich, and Brighton. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, so okay. I have... Sorry, because I've written the wrong team down in here. Da, 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 da. Did you pick up Watford again? Yes, I did actually. Stop I, doing that. I, I had Watford in 18th, but I didn't. I, the only reason they're there is because I forgot about them. Mm-hmm. Are Watford or Wolves the good one? <laughs> <laughs> still good. It's still good. God damn it, Rachel. <laughs> Every single time. Uh, <laughs> 17th, I have Sheffield. 
Six oh, okay. You think Sheffield's going to survive? Yeah. 16th, Ooh. I have Palace. Ah. Uh, 15th, I have Villa. I have Watford in 14th. Mm-hmm. Burnley in 13th. Bournemouth in 12th. Southampton in 11th. And the Hammers bringing up the rear in 10th. Then my top nine is 9th, Everton. 8th, mm-hmm. Leicester. 7th will be Manchester United. Yeah. 6th, it'll be Wolves. The 5th, it'll be Chelsea. 4th, it'll be the Spuds. 3rd, the Arsenal. 2nd, will be Liverpool. And 1st, will be City. Interesting. Right. Mm. I was very surprised at you uh, hyping up Sheffield United. Mm. Oh, no, I think I think it's a, they've kept the all faith with the old guard team that got them promoted. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a well-drilled, well-oiled machine. And they're fucking mental. And they're fucking nuts. Yes. Um, and mentalness always comes in handy. Oh, it does. In the um, Premier League, it does. You absolutely. Need, you, need personality. You, need, you need a kind of, you need a real sort of lack of self-preservation. Yeah. And I think they'll, yeah, I think they'll survive. Yeah. Okay. May, now, maybe by literal skin out of teeth. Like yeah. They'll probably survive by goal difference alone or some shit. Yeah, like it could be. That, I, yeah. think they, I think they'll do it. I think yeah. they'll stay up. And I, I really hope that they do. Ooh. Ooh. So, who, Rachel, ladies okay. first, second uh, even. <laughs> I have Aston Villa, 20th. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I have Crystal Palace. Ooh, that's a big call. And I have Newcastle. <laughs> that's a bit of a hot take, relegating Palace. Yeah, yeah. you think it's yeah. salty. Yeah. Are you hoping that they'll get relegated, that they'll have to sell us Zaha for like 10 bob? I don't want Zaha. 10 bob like, and a pick I don't rate Zaha as much as everyone else seems to. No, do. well, like, I think the whole reason is that Zaha kind of has really what we a lot of what we need, which is a bit of chaos going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, I can't name another Crystal Palace player. <laughs> so I was I based it off that. Milivojevic, the penalty taker. No. Can't even spell that. No, but Sacco. How could you forget Sacco? Made of nightmares. See, we have our own Sacco. Benteke. Is he still there? He's yes, still there. he's still there. Is he? Yeah, he's injured. Oh, well, <laughs> and how could you forget? I actually generally forgot. <laughs> how could you forget Martin Kelly? You fucking bastards. Okay, okay, Rachel, carry on. That is the most generic name ever. He was a Liverpool... That's like John Smith. He was a Liverpool (laughs) legend. He had a brilliant match against Real Madrid once, and that was it. He made his career on that, Neil, and you can fucking respect that. Rachel, please. Um, As I have already mentioned, Sheffield. Uh, Bournemouth. Uh, Norwich. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stephen Fry's Norwich, actually. uh, West Ham. Ooh. 14th. 14th, yeah. wow, okay. Uh, Brighton, 13th. That's quite high, yeah. Yeah, Southampton, 12th. Mm-hmm. Leicester, 11th. Ooh, that's a hot take, I think. Shark Toots not going to like that. No, that's not good character at all. No. He's going to get Joe Allen after you and break your knees. Burnley, <laughs> in 10th. Burnley, 10th? Yeah. That's another fucking hot take, holy shit. Oh, damn, this is hot take seven. Are you sure this isn't the women's like league we're doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, ninth Everton. Okay. I have the same. Uh, eighth Man United. Mhm. Oh, nice. Seventh Chelsea. Mm. Sixth Wolves. Right. Fifth Watford. Those two are interchangeable. Did not. Um, <laughs> Did not really so not. Not. Please change that list. <laughs> uh, Arsenal fourth, Spuds third, Liverpool second. And Can I just check something? Do you have Watford fifth because that was the last one you filled in? Like, <laughs> I fucking knew it. That's it's the, it's, it's, it's the, exact, the exact same reason I had, I had Watford 18th initially, and I went, oh no, that's only because I forgot they existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
every single time this happens. Every what? time we do a list, Ford. Watford is the one you all fucking forget. Yeah. And that's why you're fifth. Yeah. They're fifth because you forgot them. Yeah. They fucking snuck in solid snake style into the Europa League. Default. Two sweetest words in the English language. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> <sighs> It's the worst thing doing podcasts with people with amnesia. So, um, Very selective amnesia. So my list then. <laughs> Just for that club and <laughs> So my, um, my Premier League table, starting off from the bottom. I think 20 is going to be Sheffield United. I think, they're going to, I think the three words that's going to summarise the season is Blaze of Glory. Because those guys that we're going to get to next week are fucking crazy. Um, 19th are Brighton. Oh. Because that's what they get for second Chris Hutton. Nobody, nobody mm-hmm. puts Chris in the corner. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Nobody puts Chris in the corner. Eighteenth, I'm gonna be Newcastle. I think they're just about going down because I think they're gonna be in a big. Oh yeah, no, I want this to be like end of the like last day of the season. Them soul crushingly getting defe- like thrown down. You want Steve Bruce to cry? Yeah. I don't. In fact, by the end of the season, I don't. Think oh no, he will be there. Ooh, ooh, no, he will ooh. be there. Yeah. Be there. Careful now. No, Mike Ashley's actually quite. He's protective of his own He's fuckers. He's quite yeah. patient when it comes to his own mistakes. Mm. I don't think we've said this before. Like he's yeah, only ever tra- really prematurely sacked two managers. Yeah, exactly. Just helping them maladies. And he didn't hire one of them. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I think they, do, they are going to be a big... Fair, there's going to be a fairly big relegation scrap. I'd say from... My team's up from 18 to 12, I think, are going to be struggling for relegation. Yeah, I have that as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I, I reckon, like, between... I think I reckon, like, 14th to... 18th yeah it's probably not even a win will going to separate them yeah absolutely because uh, I say Newcastle will relegate but Crystal Palace will just about survive I have them 17th by Hodgson skin out the teeth yeah woi 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 um, Villa 16th Watford 15th Burnley 14th Norwich 13th and Bournemouth 12th yeah, so I'd say that's all there they're all going to just about survive it's going to be a massive scrap um, Southampton comfortably 11th then I'd say um, maybe might be a bit biased here, but Everton tenth. Um, I just don't see that team clicking at all. Uh, West Ham ninth. Uh, Chelsea eighth. Manchester United seventh. Wolves sixth. Leicester fifth. And then this is the fun part. I'm gonna say Arsenal fourth. Spurs third. As much as the grains grins me to say, Liverpool second. Man City first. Yeah. There's just there's no beating City at the minute. There just isn't. They're they're flaw. They're practically flawless. Yeah, in the league. Hey, you fucking talking about biased things. You've got Shark teams in fifteenth. In fifth, I think that team is a really good team. Like even without take Maguire out of it, their centre back, whoever they're going to get in, whether it be Dunk or Tarkovsky, I'd say Tarkovsky would probably be better show. That he's going to slide right into that team. You've got Schmeichel in goal. You got Chilwell and Dan and Pereira as your fullbacks. You they've got a choice a spot of a choice for their number two centre back in these kids like Soyuncu. Uh, Wes Morgan obviously and uh, Benkovic who they have really high hopes for I would be surprised if he actually signed two centre-backs out of the Maguire Money mm-hmm. but the midfield is brilliant like you've got um, Tielemans mm-hmm. you've got fucking Perez in there as your number 10 mm-hmm. you've got the width with with, um, with Gray as well like and uh, I can't remember their white wing who's really good as well Jamie Vardy you know Ian Acho's there as your backup who hasn't really kicked on but hopefully with like Rogers likes his well, strikers hopefully, hopefully he'll get in on he'll get in on the WKD yeah, I, I, that's that's what he's missing. Or he'll, he'll take yeah, a that sugar bus. Yeah. yeah, or Jamie Vardy's like pre-match fucking ritual of like a whole glass of port. Mm. 
exactly. That is like that is actually true. He said that in an interview. Mm. He said before his breakout season, like one of the, the first before the first match, yeah, he had an entire glass of port before he went to bed. Yeah. Then when he got up, he scored like two goals, and then that, that was, was his ritual. That, yeah. was, that was him in the match, and then he just kept doing that. That's so why. That's why we need to protect Jamie Vardy. He's a protected he, species. He has a whole glass of port every night before he goes to bed. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. So yeah. Um, those are our Premier League tables. Feel free to uh, disagree with us online. But, um, <laughs> I can imagine a lot of hot takes there, but uh, hopefully, hopefully, you don't lynch us that much. I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, that has been our um, season primer for the uh, football for the Liquid Football Podcast. Yep. We'll be back next week with our extra time show, where we're basically going to faff about for however ever time. We have tons of segments, so uh, stay tuned for that. And then we'll be back in two weeks' time then to review the first two weeks of Premier League football and whatever else happens in between. So until then, guys, I have been Jonathan. That's been Rachel. That's been Neil. Mm -hmm. Those have been our hot takes. Sorry for going over time again, but that's kind of what we do here. So we'll see you soon. Take it easy. Bye.